Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Lori N. Spagna, best-selling author. A couple of her books, Learn Animal Communication and Telepathy, How Psychic Are You? Speaker, Spiritual Teacher, Ascension Guide. We'll tell you about that. Multidimensional Channel, Intuitive Animal Communicator, Energy Healer. Let me take a breath. Light worker, visionary, and luminary who assists others to awaken their own alignment with the true divine source, which exists within each and every being so that all beings can live their best life ever. Radically transformed after a very series of near-death experiences while living in Maui and Hawaii, Lori teaches about ascension and acts as a guide to awakening spirituality-minded animal lovers, light workers, starseeds, and way showers. Lori, welcome to the program. What a bio. Well, hello, George. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I'm so glad to be here. You too. And what is a way shower? A way shower. Way showers. You know, awakening beings who are all helping one another to pave the way to a new paradigm, a new way of living, a new way of being, and a whole new a whole new reality, really. Those well, are way showers. We're all way showers. You're a way shower. Well, tell me about these near-death experiences. Well, what happened was I was living in Maui, and I was studying with a, a really what I would call a true master. And uh, this gentleman had lived in um, the Himalayan mountains for most of his life, and he actually has documented cases where he woke up in a freezer in the morgue, like literally that kind of. And some of his protégés and students are already practicing teletransportation. A lot of that's already documented. But I was studying with him, and he was essentially teaching me how to still the body so much that the consciousness could continue to, the consciousness, my consciousness would be able to continue to be completely conscious while the physical reality that I exist in would drop out. And he was able to hold, in one of the experiences with him, he would do what was called a little death. He helped me experience what's called a little death, which is where he knew how to take the consciousness, my consciousness, the essence of who I am as an individualized being, and hold it, in a sense, so that the entire physical reality that I lived in just dropped out. Was that I, dangerous? Not for him, it wasn't. <laughs> no, he was a real master. It was incredible. And what happened was when he did that, Essentially, I was in another totally different state of consciousness, a whole different parent, a whole different frequency or dimensional reality, so to speak. And it seemed to me that maybe five minutes passed by. I don't have a you know linear time, but it was an hour that I was in the room, and there were people in the group, other students around me. And what he did was he basically counted to three, said, "That's it. It's time now." He counted to three, he snapped his fingers, it popped back into my physical reality and my physical body, and and I was so full of like hysterical, blissful laughter because this these frequencies of the non physical realm are just so blissful and euphoric. So everyone in the room, all of the other students, all they needed to do basically was put their fingers on me and for another hour or more everyone was in a fetal position hysterical laughing because this this frequency of joy and bliss it's so out of our earthly experience it's almost impossible to contain it in the physical form does, does that make sense now when we talk about ascension 
and explain that a little bit. Well, to me, ascension is just the experience that we're all going through, which is an evolutionary process where each individual is waking up out of a reality where everything has been only physical, and anything else that wasn't physical didn't exist. We were crazy, and we didn't believe it. We're waking up out of that reality, and we're actually passing through stages of consciousness where we're expanding our consciousness and essentially elevating our consciousness into a new paradigm or a new reality where we recognize that actually the non-physical is more real than the physical. And we're essentially integrating that into our everyday lives from a whole new state of consciousness. To me, that's ascension. Now, for ascension, let's, let's understand it, because what is 3D, 4D, 5D? What is that? Yeah. So 3D is the physical world we've been living in. That's how I describe it. If you think of 3D, it's as simple as the three dimensions. The way I describe it is light, various colors of light, gradients of light, everything we see, sound, which is everything we hear, and then space, height, width, and depth. And that includes time. Linear time is an essentially is a space, a distance. So that's the third dimensional paradigm, and that's where we've all been living in. And in that 3D paradigm, we're primarily operating from a left brain, and most of everything we know and experience we're taught by some external authority who tells us what to believe. So when we go through 4D, we start connecting with the non-physical world. That's when we start getting in touch with things like angels and loved ones who have crossed over and ghosts. Is that real? We start making sense of everything in the non-physical world. We start opening up to our true psychic abilities. We start accessing higher consciousness. We start becoming more telepathic. We start becoming more empathic. We're we're accessing this non-physical world, which I refer to as the fourth dimension. And by the way, that's really where time exists because time is a construct of our consciousness. Thoughts are in the fourth dimension. Emotions, beliefs. I mean, those things are are things, but they're not physical in a sense. So as we start to integrate that into our reality, that's as we really start becoming more conscious of all that stuff, that's how we start leveling up into this so-called fifth-dimensional consciousness where we start recognizing, like, everything is part of this one universal source. We start shifting into universal consciousness. We start connecting with unity consciousness, and we start living from that new platform, that new way of being. Are you able to move between these dimensions? Well, this is the interesting thing, because actually, in reality, it's within us. It's not like we're going anywhere. We don't go anywhere. What we do is we're shifting our consciousness, and, and, and the big thing is it's a vibrational shift. So in 3D, our vibration, the energy that we have, is based typically in fear. It's like fear, worry, anxiety, frustration, doubt, you know, sickness, illness, depression, sadness. Those are the vibratory states of the third dimensional consciousness. And we don't realize it's all based in domination, you know, coercion, manipulation. Those are, those are, are aspects of our reality. But in fifth dimension, we're elevating, we're clearing out, we're basically disentangling ourselves 
emotionally, mentally, physically, energetically from all of that fear-based reality. And as we do so, we're elevating into a new peace, love, joy-based frequency. And that becomes our guiding force. So rather than just being in our left analytical brain from the third dimensional paradigm, now we start shifting more to heart-centered magnetism, the magnetism of peace and love and joy that is a vibratory state in our heart center. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, (laughs) We'll take calls with folks next hour. We'll see if they make sense. Yeah, awesome. Love that. Now, this near-death experience that you had, Mm -hmm. are you glad that uh, you've never had another one? Well, I want to say, there's, first of all, I want to say, my, the way I call it a near-death experience, it's not It's not like I was in a hospital. So right. it's not, or you got hit by a car or something right. like that. It's not that form, but it also was not what we might call astral travel. A lot of people associate it with astral travel. I wasn't in my physical form, just sort of extending out beyond physicality and traveling in a fourth-dimensional realm. The reason I refer to this as a near-death experience is because... Again, in my consciousness, the physical reality completely dropped away. And part of my experience was through practice on a basically a daily basis. What I was doing was every night after that 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 master that I was working with, his his teachings were that I had to work through the whole night meditating without ever falling asleep being able to completely still myself while remaining entirely conscious. And so what that really does is it transforms your experience. It's very easy, actually, after lots of practice, it's not easy initially, to completely leave the physical form. It's possible. And the interesting thing was what really opened all of this up was that at the time I was living in Maui, Mm -hmm. and I would do it on my back porch a lot of times, through the night, and one of the nights when I was on the back porch overlooking the golf course, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I made contact with, you know, like a ship. It was a, it was a light ship. I knew at that time, I had worked in the cable industry. I knew what a satellite was. I knew it wasn't a satellite. Sure. And at that time, there was no airplane tra- traffic at 2 in the morning. So I was already doing telepathy. I had already learned that, but I, I didn't know it well enough that I knew nothing about ships. I knew nothing about, this is all pre-2012, I knew nothing about extraterrestrials or star family races, but I just had this belief that they were here to help us, like my own ignorance at that time. And I just mentally said, telepathically said, like, if I can do anything to help, I'm here. Like, I was just really kind of clueless about it. But I was teletransported onto that ship. That was what unlocked even more. Even more was awakened from that point. So this is really where all this stuff came from. It's not like I just, you know, overnight did this. It took, it was a, over a period of several years that this was all going on. And you claimed that you were abducted. I wouldn't call it an abduction. I wouldn't use that word, because in my language, if you say abduction, it means someone took you against your free will and caused, to me, that's what that means. Right, and took you to another place. Right, and did something to you against your free will. To me, it was, I would call it a divine appointment with my star family. I would call myself 
I use the term braided starseed. Why you? Were you picked? Well, I don't think I'm alone. I think there's lots of us here. I know there are. So I would say more what it was, was it was a divine appointment. It was part of what I call a sacred contract, essentially. An agreement, a pre-agreement, almost like pre-birth or pre-incarnation. And that that agreement was designed before I even incarnated. So even being in Maui was a divine appointment. I don't think of it like an abduction. I think of it more like a first contact. During any of this, Lori, did you come across anything that you felt was kind of demonic or evil? No, but I do remember in the very early days of waking up in into my, you know, my psychic gifts, I do remember being approached by beings that seemed maybe not so benevolent or maybe with their own personal agendas. And I just always remember, no one ever taught me this. It just was my mantra. Like, I'm not interested unless it's benevolent. I'm not interested unless it's of light. I'm not interested unless it's of service to the greater good. And that was just, it just none of that stuff really came into my field after that because it just was my claim. You know, like I just kept saying it. And it, I never it, really played with any of that stuff. Is there some kind of message that they are trying to convey through people like you? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on who the they is. But in my case, I was, I was dealing with an intergalactic group of my star family origin. And what, what my understanding is, and st- you know, this is what I do now, is that humanity is going through a massive shift of consciousness, a massive evolution, unlike anything that has ever happened. That's a good thing, Earth. right? Yes, absolutely. And this is an opportunity for all of us to become sovereign, to liberate ourselves from this old paradigm of this old paradigm, again, based in fear, domination, manipulation, secrecy, conspiracy. It's all that stuff that is starting to come out through amazing, you know, through Coast to Coast, such an amazing platform to help people become more conscious about this. And basically, as we're waking up, we're liberating ourselves from that. We're reclaiming our sovereignty, and we're remembering who we truly are, and then we're birthing from within us what our real great gifts are to the greater good of humanity and how we're going to share that as we evolve going forward. Lori, in, so in, in your bio that I just read, it, it talks about how you want every being to live their best life that they can. <laughs> yeah. And how do they do that? Well, I'm, I, this is the process. See, this is the thing. It's not a pill. Our old paradigm is so based in, like, take a pill and everything will be better in the morning. You know, it's, it's so not like that. It's a, an entirely new way of being. And it is It's an ongoing process of what I would call spiritual hygiene. Just like you take a shower every day. There's certain things that we have to do. So, for example, one of the things we have to do is we, we have to start identifying as individuals and also as a collective human species, every belief, every thought, every belief system, every point of view, every perspective that keeps us stuck or small or mediocre or in some form of limitation or lack or in any form of separation from one another, from Earth, from the universe, from the galaxy, from our divine source, however we experience that. That's the first thing. We start identifying all of that, 
And as we do, we also have to clean it out. We have to transform it. So you know, the, I often say the new currency of Earth will be perspective because yeah. we'll be sharing new perspectives. That's, we have to level up our perspective to this unity consciousness and this alignment with our source. So that's part of the process. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.